0: Hey, everybody, Tim McMaster here along with Rhett Bollinger, our MLB.com Twins reporter, getting ready for a night game tonight. Rhett, the Red Sox and Twins in Fort Myers, Governor's Cup action, Uh, but we're recording this podcast Before all of that excitement, Um, still a lot going on with the Twins, though. Um, We'll talk about Phil Hughes getting back on the mound, coming off his injury and looking good. But let's start with kind of the biggest news of the last week or so, and that's the Logan Morrison signing. Uh, Five and a half million for 2018. There's a vesting option in there as well. This Twins team continues to make moves to go for it here in 2018. And Lomo's interesting because he was great last year. He hit a lot of home runs, but... But that's not necessarily the Logan Morrison we've seen consistently over the last few years.
2: Yeah, exactly. But last year he made a lot of adjustments. You look at some of the advanced stats, like his launch angle, uh, really improved that in terms of just getting the ball up in the air more and using his power because even, you know, exit velocity and all that shows you the guy's a strong guy, really hits the ball hard. But I think last year kind of working on his mechanics and kind of changing his swing a little bit uh, paid dividends. You know, he had a career-high 38 home runs. I believe it was 24 more home runs than he had the previous year. Um, So kind of a similar case to a guy like Yonder Alonso. Who signed a tier deal at the innings? I think both teams are kind of hoping these guys that made these big changes with, you know, a lot, of, a lot of last year, a lot of guys kind of made that change in terms of get the ball in the air more, you know, take advantage of launch angle, uh, especially with the balls really flying out of the yard last year, you know, with home runs kind of rates going up in general. Um, they made a lot of sense for some guys to make some changes. You know, JD Martinez is a guy that's done that in the past as well. He had a lot of success. So I think the hope is that Morrison will keep that going. But the nice thing about this contract is, as you said, it's only you know, the one year guaranteed. It best at 600 plate appearances, and there's also an option for the club. Um, so really, even if Morrison doesn't even come close to what he produced you know, last year, uh, I think the contract will still be a favorable one for the Twins just in terms of uh, you know, low guarantee. In fact, it's only a one-year deal in a sense. I think that Morrison probably wanted more than that going into the season. Um, and The Twins probably really weren't too much in the market for a left-handed bat. They already have a lot of left-handers in their lineup. Uh, but when a guy with 38 homers is sitting there and available uh, in spring training and you got a chance to sign him for a pretty you know, low-cost deal, and add to a lineup that's already one of the better lineups in the American League, uh, you have to do it. I think the Twins last year was second in runs scored after the All-Star break with their young core kind of gelling and settling in, and that was without Miguel Sano. So I think the hope is that Sano's healthy, Morrison will be the primary DH, and kind of back up Maurer at first. We'll see if Morrison will play any outfields in the past, but it's been a few years. Probably more likely to just be a DH, um, but it definitely means that Kenny's Vargas now uh, might be in trouble in terms of his roster spot with the Twins, but uh, definitely a big upgrade for a lineup uh, that was already pretty solid.
0: And it's amazing the StatCast impact on baseball still because you see these guys adding that just trying to get a little more lift, and it's all kind of coincided with the stack cast numbers and, and the showing that, hey, if you do that, you're going to hit home runs. It's going to pay off. So, interesting piece as, as far as DH goes. You mentioned that he could play maybe a little outfield and back up Maurer at first. Um, if you had to break down a ratio of, of how much he'll be DHing versus doing other things, are we looking at like a 90% DH or it would be a little less than that?
2: Probably a little bit less than that, just because Maurer right now likes to have his you know, days off in the field here and there. And DH, and even even Miguel knows is going to have some days where he'll DH as well. Um, and Robbie Grossman is still in this, you know, in this lineup uh, as well as guys who can kind of be a part-time DH, part-time backup outfielder. Um, and even Grossman we might, might be a little bit in trouble now too. They have a, more of a full-time DH because uh, Grossman's not a very good defensive outfielder. If they want to go with more of a speedy fourth outfielder, they could go with a guy like Zach Granite. Um, so the Twins have some options now. They have a little bit more depth in their, you know, outfield and in their infield now the corner spots. Um, but, yeah, there's going to be some decisions to be made here in spring training. And, obviously, health could play a role in all this as well. So, is going to play here on Wednesday, which is a good sign uh, to get in games earlier than expected uh, coming off his shin surgery. But, yeah, at this point, I'd probably guess he DHs maybe 70 to 80% of the time. But, you know, he'll still be in there at first base a lot, too, as well, when Maurer kind of needs a day because Morrison actually it out, as a, you know, a pretty solid first baseman defensively and uh, so they can handle the position uh, on the days that Maurer's going to sit.
0: When you look at this twins team in the offseason, fans have to be pleased with what they've done, adding Lomo and that power. Obviously, the trade for Jaco to Rizzi. they've they've clearly stated that they're gonna take last year and the success they had getting that wild card game and and try to push it and get this window really wide open for contending. But Red, I would argue we heard obviously they were in on you Darvish a little bit, that didn't work out, and it seemed like a long shot from the beginning. Um, but they were willing to kind of go after that big time frontline guy. Odorizzi's maybe not that guy, but a solid two. But I feel like if they were willing to spend the money on Darvish and then you get Odorizzi where he's still on a he's still in arbitration, obviously, and you didn't give up much for him, if they could still go and get Cobb or Lynn, one of those other big guy for you, not Arietta necessarily, but but a Cobb or a Lynn who you would think fit into their payroll still then you're really talking about a team that could contend in 2018.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's why you can't fully rule it out at this point. The Twins are more monitoring the market than being really the aggressors. I think they'd like to see uh, those contracts come down a little bit. I think the big thing for them, too, is just not committing many years um, because they do have a little bit of depth now in their starting pitching in terms of going forward. You know, they've got Odorizzi, like I said, is operation eligible, but they'll have him under team control next year. You still have Jose Barrios next year. You still have Kyle Gibson under contract for next year. Technically, you still have Phil Hughes under contract. Uh, Irvin Santana has an option you can pick up for next year. Uh, they signed Michael Pineda this year, who's going to miss most of the season with Tommy John, and then he'll be back next year. And then you got Trevor May coming back from Tommy John, who they like as a starter, and then all the prospects, guys like Steven Gonsalves and Fernando Romero. So I don't think they really want to get a guy that's going to be committed too many years down the road just because they feel like they have a little bit of depth going forward after this season. Um, but if they can get one of those guys in a short-term deal you know, to reset their market, uh, they would certainly love to do that because you're right, I think right now they know that The division in general, you know, the Royals lost a lot of talent. The White Sox and Tigers are rebuilding. Uh, There's going to be an opportunity to kind of beat up on those teams and really uh, make a strong case to, you know, maybe contend with the Indians or, you know, I think more likely at least be a legitimate wild card contender again just because I think the division right now is kind of definitely uh, top-heavy with just the Twins and the Indians uh, up there. So I think that the schedule is definitely going to play in their favor, and if they can really take advantage and get a starter like that um, and really kind of you know add to this team uh, in an area they really need, Especially after kind of Morrison was more like a, you know, the cherry on top in a sense. It wasn't like they needed Logan Morrison. It was more like a luxury item that just happened to fall so far in value and price that they had to jump on it. I think they'd love to do the same thing with a pitcher, but I don't think they're quite at the point where they want to, you know, just say, hey, screw it. We're going to go, you know, sign him for a bunch of money in a bunch of years. I think they'd rather kind of wait and see uh, if the market comes down with one of these starters as well because it really would be a big addition to a team that uh, definitely still uh, could use some starting pitching.
0: Yeah, because it feels like so many teams are rebuilding in the American League that it certainly is the time to go forward. You have, obviously, them and the Indians in the Central. feels like a two-team race in the East with the Red Sox and the Yankees. And then out West, obviously, it's the Astros, the the defending champs, and then maybe the Angels and Mariners. But that wild card spot certainly... Uh, you would expect the Twins to be in the hunt for that if they are if they don't push the Indians in 2018. All right, you mentioned Phil Hughes, and he was back on the mound on Monday, two scoreless innings for a guy who is healthy again, thoracic outlet surgery back in August. How did he feel after the start, Red?
2: He was definitely very encouraged. That's the nice thing about it was, that, you know, last year he had the surgery, you know, coming off thoracic outlet syndrome, um, but the velocity just wasn't there even in spring training. I think he was struggling at 88 miles per hour. He was sitting at 85, 86. 87 in his first outing last year, and you could tell something wasn't quite right. Sure enough, you know, got into the season and just really never, you know, looked right. I think his velocity was down, gave up a lot of homers, um, ended up still in the same exact issue that he had before. Sure enough, had to have the surgery again, uh, more of a revision surgery to go back in there and get more of the, the, the rib they took out that was kind of affecting his nerves and, you know, in his shoulder and affecting the, you know, feeling in, the, in his pitches and in his fingers um, but that second surgery in August, you know, I think really helped him out a lot. I think he had a normal offseason this, this winter, came in, no restrictions. And sure enough, his first outing, he was consistently hitting 91, which is a good thing for him as a guy that hasn't consistently hit 91 in a couple of years. I mean, I think last time he even averaged above 91 miles per hour was in 2014, which was the last time he really had a solid season. So it's early, you know, it's only two innings. But at the same time, usually guys, if anything, kind of add velocity as they go around. So if, if he can get up to 92, 93 – that would be the first time in a long time for him, and it'd be a you know a very good thing for him as a guy that uh, locates his pitches well. And I think this year kind of working on a slider a little bit more to see if that can be a little bit of an effective pitch for him. Um, so yeah, and he's still under contract for two more years. Um, so the Twins are definitely going to give him a long look this spring. They'd like to see him win the job just because they know that the guy that they still have are under contract. And he's got a solid track record since he's been hurt now uh, for the last three seasons. You know, he had back issues, and he had the thoracic outlet. He you know had a broken leg on a comebacker last year. Also had a little bit of a biceps problem. So he can prove he's healthy. It'd be a big uh, addition to this uh, rotation.
0: And you think about that fifth starter job. Uh, assuming they don't add another starter, you have Hughes, right, and then Anibal Sanchez in camp now. Adabelto Mejia um, is is Hughes the favorite?
2: Yeah, I think at this point, what they're likely to do right now is do a four man rotation just to start out the season and have you know Jose Barrios probably the likely opening day guy, and then you have Odorizzi and Gibson, and that four spots kind of up for grabs. Potentially, they could go to five guys. At this point, I think that yeah, I think Hughes is probably the favorite just because of the contract situation. Um, They'd like to see what Sanchez has. Uh, His contract is non-guaranteed, though, so it's only it's worth two point five if he makes it, and five hundred thousand if he gets cut. Um, So he's got to kind of prove this spring that he still has it, such as his off-speed pitches and locating his fastball. Um, They still like Mejia a lot, and last year surprisingly made the team over Barrios, um, so you can't rule him out. Um, And he's coming off you know a fairly solid rookie season. Didn't really get too deep into games, but, you know, showed good stuff. And I think if you can attack hitters, we have a better season. But at least there's a little bit of depth there at the end now after the additions of Rizzi And I think they're hopeful that with Sanchez changing his pitch mix a little bit that uh, he could have a bounce-back season as well.
0: All right, great stuff. Enjoy the game under the lights tonight. Twins and Red Sox, Rhett, this has been MLB.com Extras, our Twins edition. For Rhett Bollinger, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time.